Welcome to the Student of Money podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Niemeyer. The mission of Student of Money is to connect listeners like you to a community of like-minded individuals to help you achieve your goals of personal financial freedom through entrepreneurship, investing, real estate, and personal development. This is episode 35. All right, guys, it's time to announce our guest speaker for the upcoming Real Estate Investing Mastermind on January 22nd at the Cedar Rapids Public Library from 2 to 4 p.m. The event is free and open to the public, and I encourage you to attend not only to talk to me and the guest speaker, but to also meet people from the Cedar Rapids Iowa City Corridor, Waterloo and Cedar Falls, Dubuque and the Quad Cities. You're going to be in an auditorium full of entrepreneurs, business owners, and real estate investors. You see, that's one of the biggest questions I get. How do I get started? How do I find a mentor? How do I get in the same room with a potential investor? And how do I find my first deal? So this is your opportunity to kick off 2023 and answer all of these questions. Our speaker for the event and this week's interview is with a guy that's absolutely killing it in Waterloo and Cedar Falls. He has a business with yearly sales over $1 million, owns multiple rental properties using the cash flow from that business, and is on his way to becoming Eastern Iowa's premier mindset and lifestyle coach. Let's get into it. So, Michael Maloney, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jeff. Glad to be here today. You bet. So we've known each other for a few years. And of course, I follow you on social media and on your podcast, The Michael Maloney Show. So it says you're an entrepreneur. You, of course, you're a business owner, real estate investor, and you're a mindset lifestyle coach. So for my listeners who maybe don't know who you are, can you please give me a little bit of your background? Sure. Yeah, thanks for having me today, Jeff. Uh, like you said, my name is Mike Maloney. Um, I live in Iowa. I, I'm 28 years old. I started a landscaping, it started as a lawn care company back when I was a sophomore in college. Uh, quickly scaled that to a, um, a rather large company. Um, and since then have developed some mindsets and some, and I've done a lot of coaching through other people like Tony Robbins, uh, who has really changed my focus on where I want to go with my life. And so now I still run my landscaping company. I've scaled it to the point where I'm not doing the day-to-day -day as much anymore, uh, but I'm still involved. But like I said, I'm working on um, putting together some programs and I already have some put together that um, basically it'll be like day-long or half-day seminars where people like yourself, people who are internally motivated, maybe already successful or maybe just trying to find success can go to. And uh, like you touched on, it's a lot of mindset work. So like limiting beliefs, disempowering and empowering emotions, um, stuff that just run in our unconscious mind that control how we live our day. Um, that if we focus on them and try to rewrite them, it'll, it just makes profound changes in our lives. And so that's, I've had that impact through some of the people that I've been coached by. And now I'm, I'm I feel guided to go out and do that with other people. So yeah, started a company scaled it really quickly. It's funny. I kind of found myself in a bad spot, Jeff, where I, it was like four years in, we were probably grossing around 1.2, 1.3 1 
four million a year. So doing pretty well at that time. I was like 25 years old. And, uh, but like I was saying, I, I, I just, I didn't, I was, I, I, I was starting to convince myself that I didn't like it. Like I, I wasn't excited to get out of bed anymore. I was just easily pissed off. You know, I would yell at my employees sometimes, like not like terribly, but you know, crossing the line of like, Hey, why are you working harder? What are you doing? Like just easily agitated. And when I started to go to some of these seminars, I found out really quick that it, it came from a place of complacency and um, take just taking my life, everything that I created, everything I built for granted. And so now I know, I mean, Jeff, I'm sure you can just right in your head, just think of a few people that you know who are successful, but that aren't happy. You know, they might have all the money in the world. They might have a beautiful business, a beautiful family, but for some reason they're not happy. And what I found out was that it, at least for me, and it's a reoccurring theme in people that it's it comes from a place of complacency and just not taking the time to appreciate what you have in your life. Uh, so I, I feel guided by God to go out and, and help share that message. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I had I had issues when I started my business is I was so busy running the business and so involved in the business and it was really dragging me down. And of course, starting off. I didn't have a lot of money and uh, the, the, the business was required a lot of cash flow to be reinvested back into it. And I spent so much time managing the business that I couldn't grow. I couldn't really see beyond it. I, it was hurting my family time, things like that. So I ended up selling that business and then I got into real estate. And I kind of fell into the same pattern is because I was in student housing and the turnaround times are so short in student housing. And I was just on this roller coaster and I says, I got to smooth this out. So I eventually changed up my portfolio to something that, that did smooth out. And then what that allowed me to do is free up my time. And I had enough income coming in from the real estate that, I get to sit here with you today and do these kinds of things. So, you know, your, your business, your business is, is really going good and it's accelerating. It's cool that you've got people in place so that you can do things like this today. And then also what you can do then too, is now you can focus on your growth for the future. And, and that's, what's exciting, right? That's what makes you get up out of bed. So when I got up out of bed this morning, it was like, cool. I've got like two podcasts that were not, I've got like two interviews today. So I get to do this all day. So I, I totally agree with you. Uh, and I think that's what you got to do. You know, Kim Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki's wife said, you've got to get to a point where you've gotten everything taken care of so that you can do the things in life that you really want to do, right? Time freedom in a way. You've got to have that freedom. You want to get to that financial freedom and you want to get to that point. So if, so like you, you're building a business and then I started a business and then I, and then I transitioned into real estate and then I just kind of focused just on real estate. But I got to this point where my real estate was providing enough cash flow to move forward. So it's same thing if you're a business owner, if you're a business owner building a business, because honestly, real estate is just a business. And just like anything else, I think people kind of forget that. I think real estate investing is just real, is just, you know, different than a business. But the reality is, is if you're going to be successful in real estate, you have to treat it just like a business. And I produce the income statements and balance sheets and my rent rolls 
where you've got your income, you got uh, your cost of goods or cost of service, and then your expenses. And, and really, it just comes down to the exact same financial analysis and putting people in place so that eventually they can replace you in the business so that you can actually step away and then create sure. another revenue stream. So, you know, as a business owner, you, you get a business up and running and then you're expanding the business to diversify your income. So you went from landscaping to now you're doing, uh, you're doing dirt work, right? You're putting in foundations and. Yep. So basically our, our company is scaled from lawn care. And it's funny, I wanted to make a point, you know, most business owners, when they, when they first start their business and for a good reason, they do it chasing the dollar, right? Like, they're like, this is an opportunity. This is a great opportunity. I need to jump on this. But then after a while, once you kind of get that basis of success, you know, for you, once you get to that 30, 40, I don't know what it was for you, but 50 units, then it's like, okay, this isn't that hard anymore. So then you lose that fulfilling aspect. So it's like about finding that. Um, but yeah, so now we do lawn care, new new home construction, landscaping, um, commercial landscaping, and then um, lawn care, snow removal still. Snow removal was a big part of our business. But then um, last year we acquired a irrigation company. So yeah, like you said, We've slowly added more, you know, services to our, however you want to say it, which has enabled us to really grow at an exponential rate. Um, yeah, and but, I think again too, you're you're real close to like starting doing developing work and and cracking ground and doing building, you know. So that's kind of some yeah. of the stuff that we've kind of hinted to too. Is is uh, now you can start because a lot of those people, the my first guy I interviewed, he started with a roofing. He was a roofing contractor. He had a roofing business, right? And then he went into construction. He says, well, I can build that. So for instance, you built your shop, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 You know, that was so a you, great learning experience. Exactly. Exactly. So you've already have some experience doing some construction and obviously financing it and, 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 and having a team around you and, and working on that. So, um, but what we really want to talk about today is that mindset that you talked about. So you obviously, you go to a lot of events, a lot of master classes, and so you're using the cash flow from that business to help finance the, for you to be able to go to those events. And that's the exact same thing too with me. I go to a lot of real estate events. I go to a lot of masterminds. I have a lot of mentors that coach me because uh, professionals use coaches and amateurs try to do it on their own, right? They train for themselves. And, yep. and the way I see these types of businesses is you can learn a lot online, obviously with the internet, with podcasts, with YouTube videos, there's a lot of information out there and you can go to the monthly meetings and the monthly meetups, but it's slower and it takes a lot of time. And that's kind of how I did it. And it took me 10, 15 years of going to these monthly meetings from the Lynn counties of or landlords of Lynn County to the real estate meetups and all of that to kind of gather all that knowledge where now uh, you can, you can join a mastermind group and be mentored by a coach. And what happens is you then immerse yourself in that in a very short amount of time and, 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 and if you have coaching and mentoring behind it, where you can talk to people and they can help you step through it, you're going to accelerate much, much quicker. Right. Percent. Yeah. The old phrase is like, you either have, you either have a lot of time or you have a lot of money. 
And if you have a lot of money, you can hire somebody to teach you how to get there. And, and nowadays, like you said, there's masterminds, there's online courses, there's all sorts of things that really, for what you get out of them, for how much growth and how much faster you'll, your momentum will be, it's not that expensive. But like, I like, and I'm not bragging at all, but I just, just um, last week I hired a coach that for one year, it's a $50,000 investment. And I mean, that and, and on top of that, I'm, you know, I'm in probably at least three, maybe four monthly reoccurring masterminds where I'm paying between like 97 or $200 a month. But the thing about that is, like Tony Robbins says, you what you pay for, you pay attention to. And and I yeah. and I'm not saying just go spend a bunch of money because that's a way to keep yourself accountable. But if you put your money in the right, you have to literally pay to get into the right rooms because or the right clubs or the right Facebook groups because right. you can gain so much from that. I mean, people are most most successful people are really want to give back to people who are in their beginning phases. And so if you can get into that room where there's those go givers, like you said, you can find knowledge, you can find investment partners, you can find deals. I mean, for anybody listening that really wants to get going, like right. Jeff said, it's not about I mean, yeah, you want to learn a basis from the Internet and and, and yeah, spend all your time. Don't don't waste your time watching game of thrones spend time <laughs> online educating yourself right or reading a book um but it's important to be part of those communities i, I i'm actually going to talk about that on january 2nd as where do you where do you spend your time and what do you do and what do you yeah. surround yourself with so for some crazy reason and i asked my wife and she has no idea either we started getting people magazine to our door and we never paid for it. And People Magazine is one of these ma magazines that I would never read or have. It's a tabloid, and it's talking about stuff that I honestly don't even care about. And and I don't get wound up into, you know, we're going to be coming up on a March Madness and all this stuff. And so many people spend all their time in what I call bread and circus. You know, what the old Romans yeah. used to do is they put the gladiators and I actually watched Gladiator last night is, you know, they, they put you, they put you in an arena to entertain you because then you just become dumber for it. And, and as long as you're entertained, you're fine. So you need to surround yourself by the magazines that I get. I, I, I get power motor yacht magazine. I get private pilot, you know, aviation. So the, the things that the things that are burned for me on what I want to do on on what motivates me to get to the next level and and i'm telling you people magazine is not it and and, and either is any of the other tabloids you know i don't care who people magazine considers the sexiest man this year you know what i want to know about is is what's the next biggest motor yacht that i think i want to get you know and 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 going to the bahamas and and you know things that that motivate me and and and, and inspire me and that's a big thing uh <laughs> yeah, where you spend your time is important where, you, sure. where you spend your time and then and then my mentorship you, you know again there's different levels and, and starting out you can do you can courses you know you could pay anywhere from two thousand to five thousand dollars for courses and then the mastermind when i joined my mastermind last year it was fifteen thousand well they've upped that to thirty thousand and now they have and now they have an insiders club that's for people of 10 million or more. And that is the $50,000 tag, you know, price tag. And, and so they have 
and then and then another mastermind that I'm involved in is you have to get voted in. You have to actually like submit a resume and the people that are already in it decide whether or not they're going to accept your money. And the cool thing about that one is, is the founders that put that together don't get to vote because they're the ones that actually, since they're getting paid, they don't want to look like they're just accepting anybody just to take your money. So once they got that mastermind established and you have to submit to join, and again, you have to be at a certain level uh, to be on their inner circle where you get their personal cell phone numbers and you can call them and you can, you know, really have one-on-ones with them. Um, but the, the inner circle actually votes on who they're bringing in. And so that you're around those like-minded individuals. So that's amazing. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, Jeff, like to a lot of people, like to somebody that might not have a lot of money or hasn't had a lot of traction with their business yet, they're like, Oh wow. How would somebody justify spending $50,000 a year? Like that, I'm gonna have to pay that again in 12 months. Yeah. Like it's a, but see what happens, I believe, and especially we're from the Midwest. And so it's naturally a penny saving kind of lifestyle. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of the scarcity mindset. Right. And as our businesses grow, we start to realize all the abundance that's out there and all the, the availability, like what can come from those clubs and everything. So like, like you said, in order to be able to afford $50,000 or even those higher levels, you have to be voted in. Well, those, the people that are making those investments realize how much comes from that. They see the abundance in joining a club like that. Whereas somebody that's lower or hasn't had that success and traction, momentum, whatever you want to call it yet, they come from more of a scarcity mindset. So it makes it harder to understand where that all comes from. But I think it's a great lesson for anybody that's not there yet to realize that invest, invest, invest in yourself. Like, look, I I use the analogy of like our life or our business or whatever. It's like a vehicle. It's like literally a a car, right? It's got a, it's got an engine. It's got a alternator. It's got tires. It's, you know, you have to, you have to take care of all the different components and invest in the car. Like if you stop changing the oil, if you put no, if you don't put new tires on it, if you never wash it, it's not going to go down the road at a good rate. But if you invest in it, you put new tires on it, you fill the air up so that it, the tires don't wear wrong. You change the oil so you get more life out of it. It's kind of a weird analogy, but it's, it actually does a pretty good job of um, illustrating how our lives are. Like we need to reinvest in ourselves so that we can get more out of ourselves, which is we're, we're the vessel for creating our life. Truly, our bodies, our brains, our everything. It's without us being in good shape. Or without us knowing more than what we did yesterday, it's really kind of hard to push that ceiling up farther, right? Right, right. And I always use the analogy of you buy a book. Let's just say you buy a, a self-improvement book. And you hopefully you read the book because not everybody does. A lot of people just read a book and throw it on the shelves. And I've got some books behind me and I've read every one of them. And, and if you read a book... And then do nothing with it. You wasted your money. And a book's like seven bucks or $15 or whatever it is. So if you're going to take the time to read the book, start implementing what you learned and take action. And I'll buy a book just for one nugget, one piece of information that I haven't known before. And it's relatively inexpensive. If I pay for a $30,000 
mentorship or coaching program, I know I'm going to get $30,000 in value back out of that program. Because if I just do one deal from that book, it just paid that 30,000 was just paid for. Right. So there's, and, and if you're just starting out, there's two ways you can do it. You can actually work your way in or you can pay to be in the same room. So it's like, how do I get in the room? How do I get in? How do I do these things? Well, there's a lot of stuff you can do. It's that whole sweat equity where you got to use sweat equity at first because you don't have the money. You got to use the sweat equity. You got to show that you're motivated. You have to find a mentor. And 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 typically, you know, the, the mentors are pretty inexpensive. I mean, Daryl High, I sat down and had a conversation with him. He didn't, I didn't have to pay him. You know, he said, I, I, I'm open to, to mentor anybody or to talk to anybody about doing development and, and how I did it and things of that sort. So there's free things out there, but you could do the, so I'm kind of doing the grassroots effort too. So I'm still doing, I still do a lot of work, hosting events, uh, doing the meetups, things like that. That's work your way in. Or you could fast track as Robert Kiyosaki talks about the fast track on the outside. How do you get to the fast track? You can pay your way in to those organizations as well to be in the same room with those people. But again, if you're paying your way in and then you do nothing or you take no action, then you're wasting your money. It's true, but you should set it up so that if I, if I'm going into these things, I know I'm going to get my money back plus some because I'm going to do a deal. I'm going to, whatever it may be, there's, there has to be a way that essentially these are, they pay for themselves. Uh, so I know my mentors say they spend like 200, 300,000 a year just in there in three or four mentorships. And I know they, they attend uh, the Tony Roberts event there in Florida that you go to, you know, well, it'd be and, really interesting to do a study, Jeff, of like the amount somebody invests in a year and what their annual income is. And of course there'd be outliers, like you said, that there's some people that go to those events just to brag about their portfolio. Yeah. But the ones that are actually serious about it and, and apply their knowledge and, you know, bump shoulders with people and make those connections. I'm sure, right. I'm sure it would surprise people that like, wow, it's like, yeah, the more I invest. And like you said, it's not like to anybody that's just getting going. It's not like you should, if you have, $10,000. Don't go spend all $10,000 on a, on a networking club. Right. But, but you want, it's like a balancing act, you know, it's, it's important to realize that you can't do it all your own. I wish I would have at a lot younger age started like networking more and going to these networking clubs in like Arizona and all around where you surround yourself with people that are actually really doing well. And I, and I, again, take action and, and don't be what I call a groupie, right? Like a band groupie where I'm just a fan, like I'm a fan of Robert Kiyosaki and I'm spending thousands of dollars every year to fly to these events, get in hotel rooms, um, you know, maybe taking time off work or whatever you're doing and, and to be a groupie, right? So don't be a groupie actually go there planning that's why they say when you leave these events take action right away because when you get home life starts to creep in and and things happen and you got family and and the business and whatever else like you know tax season and, and all these things that are on top of your head so take action don't be a groupie don't waste the money 
Um, you know, don't charge the stuff up on credit cards. Uh, you got to baby step and walk your way in. In a way, you almost have to prove yourself. You've got to be willing to put put in the sweat equity and the time and what it takes to get to a certain to to a certain level. And then you have to reinvest, right? So. Uh, you don't go out and buy the nice car and, and and a new house. And I've lived in the same house for 30 years and, and there's no reason, you know, Warren Buffett has lived in the same house in Omaha since the 19, I think he said 1954, or 1955. Something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You reinvest the money. It really comes back into how much can you reinvest? So, you know, you start a business. I started a business. Uh, I'm into real estate. We all do these things to kick off income streams. And then once the income stream gets up and running, we create another income stream and then another income stream and then another income stream. And then what we do is reinvest all these income streams back into ourselves, which is the best thing that you can invest in. So if somebody comes to me and say, hey, I got $10,000, where should I invest it? Says you need to invest it into yourself, into education. Because if you're not educated and you're just walking around asking people where you should invest $10,000, they're gonna take your $10,000 and you're gonna be out $10,000. You know, cause there's a lot of sharks out there too that you gotta look out for. And you sure. don't want, you don't want fake mentors. You don't want, you know, you want to make sure that you are with people that have have good ethics, good philosophy, and are actually doing what they're coaching and what they're talking about. They're not, they're, you know, as Robert Kiyosaki says, they're not they're not a fake teacher, right? So, um, and I'm referencing Robert Kiyosaki a lot because you know he was one good of my guy. he was one of my early mentors and still is, and I still watch all of his stuff and and that's kind of where you know where I tied into early on and uh, branched out from there. And now I'm in a mastermind from a group out in uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. That was really, it's really awesome. And, um, you know, and, and what I love about that group is those guys are all in their twenties. They're like 25, 27. They're, they're young compared, you know, and, and, and they're just, they're just killing it. Uh, they're just killing it, you know, and, and, um, and, and, and their father, the funny thing is, is their father is my age. And his business went public on the New York Stock Exchange, and they and uh, they have assets under management of like forty billion dollars now. And he started that business back in the uh, back in the I think in two thousand four. He started this business, so everybody probably knows who Grant Cordone is. Um, and this guy's sitting here like you know my dad, who nobody knows, ten xed Grant Cordone. <laughs> you know, he's like way bigger than Grant Cordone. And and he's in my mentor group. And we can sit down and talk to him. And and I got a lot in common with him actually because we're the same age. And one of his first businesses that he did is back in the uh back in the I think the 90s, he's um he bought used Levi jeans and and then packaged them and sent them over to Europe and sold them. So he could get, because really? all, all the rage back in the nineties was blue jeans and Levi jeans and things like that, and especially used jeans. So here in the United States, he was buying all of these used jeans and it had crews that would clean them and, uh, and all that stuff and package them. And then they had to ship them over to Europe and sell them over into the, you know, the former Soviet Union, Eastern Bloc. Everybody wanted 
American blue jeans. And he was, you know, so, and he was doing this back when he was, you know, your age in the late twenties and things like that. And then he finally got into doing a fund and real estate and things of that sort. And then and he went public on the stock exchange. So, you know, he's got a great story, but you can see these kind of um, uh, serial entrepreneurs that are just, you know, starting out from the very beginning. And I guess when I was working for an employee, there was a lot of signs that I just wasn't happy working for someone else. And I kind of had that entrepreneurial gene and, and maybe you can talk about, because my daughter actually took entrepreneurial class at Iowa state. And one of the questions they, they asked her was, is, are you born with that? Or can you become an entrepreneur? You know, how, how does that, how does that work? Is that something that can everybody become an entrepreneur or not? What do you think? Yeah, that's a great question, Jeff. I would say, Anybody can become an entrepreneur, but before they be, before they can become an entrepreneur, they need to be they need to create personality traits within themselves that will keep them motivated. That will allow them to see the positive in a negative situation. Like I'm a very internally motivated person, so if I have a bad day on a Monday, on Tuesday, the chances of me waking up in a good mood, ready to go, are pretty likely, right? And, and I think it's important to develop that along with like a hard work ethic. I tell a lot of people, a lot of people say, hey, Mike, how did you create your business so quickly? Or how, like, how did you grow it so fast? And, I, and a lot of times I'll say, I, I attest a lot of it to having work, developing a work ethic at a young age. So maybe not like working all through school, but if you're not, if you're not a student athlete, if, you're, if, you have, if you have a semester where you're not in a sport, go get a part-time job because what happens is you, you you like I worked at a pizza restaurant for instance, and there would be days where I would dread going to work. You know, I'd work from like five till midnight or whatever, and but, so all day long I'd be like, man, I really don't want to go to work. I really don't want to go to work. And this is when I was younger, right? And then I'd go to work. It ended up being fun. You know, we'd be slapping each other with flour. It just you you learn how to take pride in making a beautiful pizza. And then at the end of that shift, you're like, wow, that that wasn't near as bad as I thought it was. And, and now I just made 45 bucks or whatever it was back then, you know? And so it's, it's just developing that work ethic, putting yourself into a situation where you have to develop or you have to generate something and then learn how to just learn that work ethic because without a hard work ethic, you can't, I, I don't believe you can start a business because in any business, it doesn't matter if you're starting a car wash company, a, real estate company, a lawn care company, a chiropractic firm, if you're a, a doctor, because doctors and nurses, they're technically their own, well, not, it's different, but they kind of create their own career. Um, there's that beginning phase where you have to outwork everybody else. Like you have to just work your freaking ass off. And and without work ethic, it's too easy to get discouraged and, and let the little traps and friction that life naturally brings just put you out of it and say, ah, screw this. I'm just going to go work for somebody. Um, right. But if you're somebody, like you were saying, Jeff, if you're somebody who like works for a, another company or has a boss and, and you know, when, when I tell people and like when you just said a little bit ago, like I, I didn't like working with people, sometimes people take that as like, oh, you're just like resentful of like the establishment or you just don't like <laughs> being told what to do. But it's more than that. It's just that, 
when you when you're the kind of person when you have the personality where you like to try to optimize how things go or how like something works or like how a process should be out, you know outlived it's 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 it just sucks being told what to do all the time and if you're that kind of a person naturally yeah more than likely you'd be a hell of an entrepreneur yeah i just didn't um i didn't see what the promotion path was i was doing consulting for and and, and my supervisor who would do my evaluations every year. The only time I ever saw them was during my evaluations and they never met with me. I never knew all they really cared about was my billable hours. How many, how many billable hours did you get this week? And, and what, so how, how can we bill you and make more money? So there was no way for me that I was going to get into management. I knew if I was going to be a president of a company, I was going to have to start my own company. That was the only path for me, even though I was killing it and making tons of money um, you know, driving a new Corvette and living, but I had a mortgage and payments and, and, and a new family and all that. And I was just working myself to death, even though I was making a lot of money. And, you know, again, Robert Kiyosaki talks about the E's and the S's employees and self-employed or small business owner. And that's what doctors are doctors and attorneys E's and S's. And then B's are big business owners and I's are investors. And you got to cross over from an E from an E or a, a S small business over to a B and I you got to do it for taxes. You got to do it for time. And we'll get into that later. But uh, if you haven't read the book, rich dad, poor dad, or this cash flow quadrant, cash flow quadrant really gets into it. And uh, to me, I think that's the better book, but it's a little more techie. So anyway, we're kind of running up against the clock here. So I think we'll try to wrap this up a little bit, but you know, the good thing is, is you're going to be able to hear both of us speak at my event, January 22nd at the Cedar Rapids Public Library in Beams Auditorium from two o'clock to four o'clock. It's a free event. So if you, uh, I haven't said it already, Michael Maloney is gonna be one of our guest speakers at the event. And uh, he's gonna be an awesome speaker. I know he is. And we're gonna be talking about entrepreneurship, business owners, real estate, and of course, personal development and mindset. So, um, Give me any last thoughts, last comments, and then how do we get a hold of you? Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. So anybody that's local, will that be online? Will that event be online or will it just be recorded? I'm going to record later? it and then I'll release it. Uh, I'll release it later. So it won't be live. But uh, and I'm trying to come up with a digital NFT ticket. We're going to tokenize the event and I'm going to make a ticket for the event. That's going to be tokenized. So if you don't know about NFTs, if you don't know about blockchain, uh, look at the next podcast after this. We're going to be talking about tokenization and blockchain, specifically in real estate. But I'm going to create an NFT ticket for your wallet. So instead of Bitcoin in your wallet, you can have a ticket for the event and put it in your wallet. And it's going to be free to everybody that attends. But anyway, go ahead. Awesome. <laughs> free giveaway. Free no, giveaway. If you're local and if you're anywhere in Iowa or any of the surrounding states, commit to yourself. Your expense will just be your time and the gas to get to our event or to Jeff's event. This is what we're talking about this whole during this whole segment. Invest in yourself. The possibilities are unfathomable. I say that like at every event that I go to, I tell people, I'm like, people are like, why do you come from all the way from Iowa? I'm like, literally, the possibilities are unfathomable. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. I believe in God. I believe in the universe. I believe that when you step into those rooms that you pay for, you're buying your way into what the universe wants you to become. And so when you come to an event like this, you'll get valuable information. You'll meet awesome people. 
and and like I said, you get to network with people that are also into real estate or also into, into self-development. And so that's those are the people you want to hang out with. The old the five people you hang out with creates the average, you know, that whole that's thing. That's right. Yep. Buy, surround yourself with good people. And if you go to Jeff's event, there's going to be a lot of great people there. So, Jeff, I'm grateful that you brought me on today. I'm sure this won't be the last time that we talk on your Student of Money podcast. I love what you're doing with this, sharing knowledge and inspiring people. Thanks for having me on today, man. Yep. And thank you. And and you've got an event coming up too, right? That you're trying to schedule? Yep. So I like how you said trying to schedule. I'm trying I'm working <laughs> with the University of Northern Iowa and they're they're off until next Tuesday. So I call them and call them. No one answers. No one's responding to my emails. But um a few people that are in at the university have a good feeling that they're gonna let me host the event. Um it's either gonna be the first weekend in March or the last weekend in March at the university. If for some reason that doesn't pan out, I'll end up doing it at a hotel. I'm up here in Cedar Falls, Iowa. But yeah, keep an eye out for that. Jeff, I'll make sure to let you know so that you can share with your listeners when that event is, when it when I finally get it locked down. But yeah, it's going to be like an afternoon workshop similar to what you're putting on. Um, we'll come, everyone will come together and we'll figure out our limiting beliefs, our, the, the empowering and disempowering emotions that we constantly run throughout our minds. And it, it really, it's, it's amazing. When I first did these exercises with my teacher, Tony Robbins, it just blew me away at how how much how unconscious how much unconscious verbiage how like all the things we tell ourselves all the things we say about who we are can really hold us back if we poison them in the wrong in the wrong way so there's a lot of value to sitting down for a couple hours and just thinking inward about yourself and what what you say to yourself what you think about other people and then developing like a 90 day action plan moving forward it's super valuable so yeah I would love to have anybody that's listening come there for anybody who would like to reach out to me, Jeff, um, it's Michael Maloney on Facebook. Um, you can send me an email at michael at maloneyspeaks.com. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's really about everything. So thanks again, Jeff. All right. Thank you. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you, Michael Maloney, for being on the podcast. And again, you can see Mike at my event January 22nd at the Cedar Rapids Public Library from 2 to 4 o'clock. So, all right, I'm going to let you go, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. We'll talk to you later, Jeff. All right, talk to you later. You have a good day. You too. Thank you, sir. Bye. All right. Awesome.